0: Hi, everybody. Welcome to A Healthy Dose. I'm your host, Kelly. I'm a physical therapist here in West Caldwell, New Jersey, and I'm excited to have on our guest today, who's Dr. Jason Levine, who's a doctor of physical therapy and owns Focused Physio. Thanks so much for being here, Jay.
1: Yeah, no, this is awesome. Uh, and it's uh, like a great uh, resource for your community and, and you know in the world just to learn a little bit more about the different healthcare providers out there. So thanks for, for doing what you're doing. Yeah. It's awesome.
0: love it. So, Jay, let's get right into it. Um, who do you help?
1: Yeah, uh, I, I like to consider myself a, a generalist where I help a lot of people, but but my my biggest focus now uh, is parents and busy professionals, so um, folks who are coming, uh, you know, into the newish, uh, I call the the newest parents, but uh, into the parenthood journey, um, and and you know, athletes as as well. So I'm, um, yeah, you know, uh, we can jump into that a little bit more in, in the the next part, but. Um, yeah. But, yeah, the like folks, I, I give the example of parenthood being a Olympic sport uh, all the time because uh, a lot of folks don't realize you're gonna be carrying around heavy weights for you know in weird positions for long, extended periods of time, and without training for it appropriately, it just leads to leads to problems. So, uh, yeah, I always encourage folks to understand how you know how to train, and then, Similar with busy professionals, so folks who are just in the thick of it and working all the time, and they they don't take the time to think about you know how it is that they're working, uh, and so they can optimize their their life. And then if they're a weekend warrior, they're doing you know running running on the side that they're making sure uh, you know their work setup and all that different stuff isn't uh, isn't uh, affecting how they they feel and move.
0: Yeah, I love it. Um, how'd you get into physical therapy?
1: Uh, so I was a soccer player. Uh, and back in college, I tore my ACL, uh, playing soccer. And, uh, and yeah, basically from that point, I had no experience. Nobody in my family was in the healthcare field at the time. So uh, I didn't really have any exper- experience or exposure to it. But I went to PT after that. And it just kind of itched in the back of my head for a really long time. Uh, like, oh, this is really cool. Like, this seems like a, you know, be great, a great fit. Uh, yeah. I've always just kind of had this natural tendency to want to, uh, you know, help people out, and and it felt like such a fun mix of okay, <laughs> watch out for the sun. Yeah, uh, so do you need to, do you need to pull the shades <laughs> yeah.
0: down? Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I'm I'm gonna pull the shades down. Keep keep talking.
1: I'm sorry. Uh, no worries, no worries. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no. So through throughout, uh, yeah, you know, for for about eight years or so, or uh, 10 years, I was you know, in and out of PT with different knee problems. But uh, and, and, you know, honestly, I thought I could have gotten better treatment, but the profession itself, uh, I thought was amazing. And I you know, I thought it was so cool that you got to work with different folks and help help people through different life, you know, challenges physically, um, and, you know, as well as, uh, you know, how interconnected it is with with folks lives, uh, you know, emotionally, and and just being able to do some basic tasks. So uh yeah, it itched for a while, and then uh, eventually, uh, I had been working in advertising at the time, and uh, decided I, I wasn't uh, feeling as fulfilled as I would have liked, and uh, just took the jump, uh, went back, and did all the science prereqs that I had never touched. Uh, and uh, you know, applied for schools, got in uh, luckily to a lot of really great places, and uh, and then yeah, that's where we met at uh, the MGH Institute in uh, in, out in Massachusetts. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah it's, it's a journey, but you know, right. <laughs> so along that line, how, how'd you know you chose the right field?
1: Yeah, yeah, so like I, I really dove in like uh, really quick and hard, and, and luckily I had the experience as a patient, which gives me a little bit of background for, you know, for empathy, obviously as a, uh, you know, as a provider, um, uh, but at the same time, uh, you know, I jumped into volunteering, and I was, you know, an aide and a tech at a clinic, and so, uh, you know, before I even got to like really dive into it, it just you know it felt really great. I was learning a ton. Uh, you know, I, I felt you know like I was helping people, even even just as a you know volunteer in some hospitals. Um, it just felt so nice that you know you you go around and, and you, people. just looked at you in in such a a wonderful way. And so it was uplifting as a person, but also felt really great to to help people out along their journeys, uh, you know, no no matter what that was. So everybody has obviously a different history and background, but um, it it felt good. And, and, you know, I was super interested in and inspired by it. So learning, uh, you know, felt a lot easier than it ever had before, where, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't as much of a struggle to pull in knowledge because I, I was a sponge. I wanted to learn everything and, uh, and soak it all in. Yeah,
0: that's uh, very rewarding. Tell people. Yeah. What do. Um, so long outline. You kind of, you kind of touched on it, but tell me more. Like, what's the best part of your job?
1: Yeah, I mean, that for for me right now, it's seeing those gain, seeing the gains. So when when folks come in and they're in pain or there's something that they can't do, uh, and you find out, okay, like, hey, I got that person back to gardening without pain, or that person's running a marathon, or Uh, you know these or even small things where okay like getting down into a squat was difficult and now whoa we can do a squat no problem or we can get into that position or you can carry your kid uh, without feeling like your back's going to explode those small things where people walk away and they're saying wow I you know I wish I knew knew more of this stuff earlier on Uh, just makes it you know all the work worthwhile and 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 so when, when people see that and they experience it it's it's just Awesome. It's great.
0: Yeah. Um, what do you wish people knew before they came to see you?
1: Um, so my, uh, yeah, one of my biggest things is, is just helping people understand that they have the power within themselves. So, uh, I, I, I wish more people knew that in general. Um, unfortunately in, in you know, today's healthcare society, that's, it's a lot more tends to be a lot more reactive. Um, and then, Everyone's so busy that they don't think about what it is that you know they need to do to get to the goals that they've set for themselves or you know what they how they want to live. Um, and so really making sure people understand that, you know, like as a healthcare provider, we we help guide, but we're we're not the ones actually making the change. So the yeah, you know, the person who is there in the you know in the patient's seat is is the one who's going to make the ultimate changes where if you know if they're committed and they're doing their stuff at home they're understanding how to modify their tasks at home uh and they're they're going to dedicate themselves to it then they, you know the sky's the limit uh, we can all improve uh, but the question is you know are you are you ready so uh especially folks who are signing up for for any pt uh i, I highly recommend asking yourselves those questions like okay like you're in pain but are you ready to make change or are you just kind of like in pain? You want to get out of pain? Uh, cause, cause that's, that's not a great goal.
0: Yeah. I, I like how you put that. Um, I like how you put that. I'm going to, I'm going to um, skip around a little bit here. Cause you touched yeah. on like who, who has the most success with you then? What, what type of person has the success? Right? Yeah, success is a relative term, but tell me about that.
1: Yeah, and so I really, really like jumping off of that. Like anyone, someone who's ready to make change. Like uh, it, it can be super frustrating when you have folks who are who are not ready to kind of follow along. Uh, and so you'll have people who, you know, if there's if they're not ready to, to take some of the advice, it just takes a little bit longer. Our bodies are super strong and resilient, and will improve over time. But there are certain things we know from science, right, that are going to help uh, help people. Feel the fastest and help them, uh, you know, especially just modifying their activities and and the load and stress that they're putting on their body. And um, we can help them move a little bit differently and and uh, you know change how they they load and then appropriately get them in the path that that we want them to be on. Uh, it, things are are going to improve faster. So those those folks the who are who are ready to say, okay, I'm ready to like make a change and and like build up to the activities that I want to do tend to do the best. Um, that being said, it's uh, you know. Uh, it can be a mix, right? Because the way the way you phrase that that question, like I've had patients who have been in chronic pain for years, uh, and then uh, they do super well, also, because you can have someone like I've had patients who you know couldn't walk up their stairs to get into their apartments, uh, and then you know the you know a, a few weeks later, you know they, they're doing it no problem, uh, and they've conquered that. So like success can look different for a lot of different people, uh, and yeah, you know, and so so it can be small things, or it could be you know feeling more strong and stable and balanced uh you know uh, or or the folks right now who've had a lot of pain shoveling uh like being able to get out and do those tasks like that that's a success so so small things like that um you know those are the folks who who i feel like we we do the best with yeah love
0: it um so what all right so i'm I'm ready right if i'm a new patient yours right or i want to be a new patient right i'm ready i'm ready to change yep dr jason what what could i expect like, on my first visit with you and and we're still in covid times so i know you're doing some some telehealth options too so what would that look like
1: yeah yeah and so so really i i take a, a holistic perspective uh, and so i make sure that i really understand the person from you know, not just physically head to toe but also their their story so what's what's their background what's your health history Uh, what, you know, what do you do for work? What's your, you know, what's your home set up? Are you doing specific chores? You have certain tasks that you have to do throughout the day. Um, So really understanding the whole background, even, you know, what's the, what's the house set up? Are you going up a ton of stairs? Are you on a, in a ranch? Are you, you know, what do, what do you need to get done throughout the day? And how does that impact the things that you're telling me? And so, Uh, so it, it really ends up being a lot more understanding of, of that. And then, you know, diving into, okay, what's going on with the symptoms, obviously, and and understanding, okay, like, are there triggers? So can we really dive in and figure out what are these, what are the root causes? What's going on? So you have low back pain. Uh, you know, what does that mean? And where is it likely stemming from? Uh, and a lot of people don't understand that pain doesn't actually show up where the cause of the, the pain is. So, it takes time to, to figure that out um, and, and to learn that, uh, and, and so the way, the way that I practice, I'm spending you know, full, full hour sessions with, with each of my patients um, to under, help them understand that and figure that out, uh, and then come up with a really strong you know, program to say, okay, these are the areas that we can improve that will take stress off of certain structures in the body or uh, you know, improve your mechanics. Uh, And then once we know that, then, okay, you've got a good exercise program, you know, the things that you need to modify, you know, the things that, you know, while you're working, you can do differently, you know, the things that while you're cooking, you can do differently while you're doing the laundry, while you're doing chores, you know, while you're hanging out and you've got a few minutes to exercise here and there, we build it into the lifestyle. Um, And so we figure out, okay, how can we get creative uh, and get people to understand that, you know, it doesn't necessarily need to be, uh, you know, going to the gym for an hour to get a good, you know, the the most beneficial workout in. But if you know you know the right things to do and the right things to avoid uh, and to modify for, then yeah, you know, again, like you see you see results a lot faster. Um, and so it becomes more of this education um, and then helping people uh, empower people to say, okay, uh, I'm watching you. I know that you're doing things right. Um, and that it looks good and that it feels good for you. Uh, and then, okay, cool, we add that to your program uh, and then build that out to make sure that you have the resources uh, outside of sessions.
0: Yeah, awesome. Um, this is this is a tough question to answer in our field, but like how long do you feel like people people can expect before they see some kind of change? Yeah. yeah,
1: I know, everybody wants faster, better, cheaper. <laughs> um, Yeah, it's and it's obviously it's going to be different Uh, Our the favorite answer in in PC schools. It depends. Um, And that's still true for for everybody. So, uh, yeah, for every every injury, uh, you know, even the severity of an injury, it's going to have different healing times. So we know that that's true. And uh, it's one thing also that I I, I try to help people understand is setting appropriate expectations. And I know we all know in current society, we're very uncomfortable with being uncomfortable uh so people want the quick fix they want to get out of pain fast but most of the time right pain doesn't show up for years or decades even um and of doing things you know that are that are poor, you know maybe poor mechanics or or difficult on the body um so helping people understand okay our bodies are adapting over time so this pain didn't show up overnight so it's not necessarily going to go away overnight uh so when you understand that you can say all right let me let me progress slowly over time and say, let's, let's set some small goals. Um, Then that's, you know, that's a big deal. And so sometimes it's a week, sometimes and one session, sometimes it's a longer term plan of care. Um, My, my goal is always to actually reduce sessions and say, okay, we, with good education, um, you know, I can put the power in my patient's hands and say, all right, we're going to, we're going to, instead of, instead of, Seeing a provider twelve times, we can do it in four sessions because you know what to do at home, and I don't need to watch you do the same cookie cutter exercises. So, uh, as long as I know, I I trust that they're doing it and they understand it, then yeah, then that that works really well. Um, but yeah, no, so it, it, it's all it's all over the place. <laughs> and I uh, I wish there was a a fab, better answer and more specific for each person, but it's uh yeah it, it's good to have a mix. I the other thing I. I I don't know if you know the, the, I probably mentioned the dentist example. I know you got dentists in your family, but I like to think about PT as uh, the dental model where your dentist told you your teeth look good, you wouldn't stop brushing and flossing. Uh, but yeah, you know, for the rest of the body, nobody's really thinking about that, right? So there's no, in most cases, right? There's none of this preventative movement and and you, we're, we're not much different than our jaws. So, and our, our mouth and, and PT's also treat jaws. So,
0: <laughs> so
1: <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of people don't know that we do Yeah. T- uh, uh, temporomandibular disorder, and all sorts of other, you know, jaw-related conditions as well, <laughs> uh, but, but the, the, yeah, the, the main point is, uh, it's, it's yeah, it's, it's all, it's all over the place.
0: Yeah, um, what is one question that you wish that, that your patients ask you more?
1: Um, that's a, yeah, that's a, a good question, and, um, I'm trying to think what I, what I, had, I thought, let me see if, if I had, had written down, oh, you know what, I didn't, I didn't even answer that one when you sent me sent me some of these questions before. Uh, so I'm thinking about this all on the spot. Um, Good. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I feel like the, I, I think the like the expectation questions have been around, okay, like what, you know, what do I really need to expect? Or, or like, what are, these small steps that I need to get to. Uh, so like the understanding of all right, this takes this takes time. Um, and uh, what what should I expect along this journey? Uh, and, and not like, okay, like how do I get out of pain real fast? It's it's more about all right, if, if they're aligned with the expectations um, and and they understand their symptoms and can manage their symptoms, and that's going to be really helpful for helping them to uh, you know, progress appropriately and not kind of have these goals where they, you know, get sidelined because they're saying, "Oh, like, I feel like I'm ready to, uh, I'm ready to go," or "I feel a little bit better today, so let me like just kind of push it and go straight, you know, 100% back to where I was in high school." Like, it is a lot of this stuff takes time and understanding of expectations and how our body heals. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so you know, making sure that they're they're aligned. And even though I'm I'm saying it and. I'll say a lot during sessions, so uh, you know, helping people clarify and say, "Okay, this is the important stuff to me. Like, what what do I really need to be thinking about uh, over the next week or a few weeks, depending on uh, you know what we're doing?" Um, that makes that makes a difference.
0: Yeah, I think that's really important. I think everyone wants to know the answer to that, but not everyone knows to ask that. Mm-hmm. Everyone wants to know, like, "Oh, well, all right." I always ask people at the end, like, "What questions do you have for me?" and that that's the one I usually get it's like well all right when I go home you know what do I do or, or when do I see you next and that kind of stuff and uh so I think everyone wants to know what to expect but not everyone asks it or phrases it in that way what can I expect
1: yeah yeah and, and it's going to be different for every single person who comes through uh and you know and sometimes uh so, yeah sometimes it's unexpected right like the the uh, even what what's going to happen on there and rehab is never a straight line. It's never like okay, starting rehab, it's going to be perfect. There's always going to be some ups and downs. The hope is that your ups and downs are going in the right direction. They're trending uh, positively over time. But there's some folks who you know if they're very cute, it might be tough. Like getting getting started in the beginning, it might take a little time. There's some folks who immediately feel better right away, and then you know they because of that they stop doing what they're supposed to be doing, and you see the drops. Uh, so the folks who are consistent and building over time, we're going to see that positive line. Uh, and that's the, you know, that's, that's what we're uh, the goal, right? That's what we're looking for.
0: Yeah. Awesome. Um, so what are your like top two or three things that you would consider like your area of expertise?
1: Yeah. And so, so right now I've been treating, uh, because I've been working with parents as, and as a, a dad myself, so I've got a four-year-old and a one-year-old at home, uh, I have, Uh, I I created a course called the Newish Parent Guide to Avoiding Unnecessary Pain, and just like I was saying at the beginning, right? Like, it's parenthood is is an Olympic sport. It's not a you gotta you gotta train for like a marathon. Um, So, so I created a course based off of my learnings as a PT and as a as a dad, um, just because I'm I'm living it right now. Uh, And so, uh, a lot of uh, folks, you know, don't realize it, but I've I've seen this pattern over time where as a PT, I've treated. And I find out when patients pain started and then I find out when they they had their first kid uh, and, and the number just keeps lining up over and over and over again. And you start saying, oh man, this is interesting. Like, and then you go online and you search, all right, preventative health for parents. And the only things that come up are how do I prevent my kids from doing something stupid <laughs> and hurting themselves? Uh, and so nobody's thinking about the parents, but obviously it's the, you give the example of you're in in an airplane, which a lot of us haven't done in a while, uh, that oxygen mask always comes first and they tell you, put it on yourself before you put it on your kids. Uh, but, but from a physical standpoint, most parents aren't really thinking about that until, uh, until they're in pain. And then you can imagine, right? Like I've got that 20 pound squirmy kettlebell and my back already hurts. Like Things, everything gets harder. You're emotionally, you're going to be drained. Physically, you're going to be drained. It's going to be, it's going to be just more challenging life in general. So, you know, I highly, highly recommend folks like parents being thoughtful about it. And my, my hope is to get people active before they're in pain, before, (laughs) before injury starts. The, the best time to get injured is never. It's uh, (laughs) uh, because. I, 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 and a um, joke also, like pain, uh, like there's so many people who talk about getting rid of pain completely, and it's like pain is inevitable. Suffering doesn't have to be. That's I think my my next favorite phrase recently is that it just you know we can't expect to totally get rid of pain, and especially uh, you know when, if we're just treating symptoms or we're trying to put a bandaid on something, uh, it, pain's going to come back at some point. Uh, so you got to deal, you got to deal with the root causes, and you got to understand that all right, this is normal. Pain is normal as a living person. Because if we don't have any pain, we're gonna, yeah, you know, uh, we're not getting the signals that something's dangerous and you shouldn't be doing it, yeah. or you're doing too much of something. Uh, that's that's important to listen to and understand. And so, uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, so that's that's one thing, right?
0: Yeah I'm, just, yeah, I'm gonna categorize that as
1: just like, oh, parenthood, right? This Yeah, yeah. <laughs> parenthood. Right? We go on my, on my tangents. Um, I also, as, as an athlete myself, I've, I've been seeing a lot of return to running. So a lot of folks uh, who are getting back into running or getting on their Peloton or, you know, the, the spin bike at home, whatever it is. Um, so, so folks who are interested in, in restarting physical activity uh, from the ground up uh, and, that I, I find to be really important to help people understand how to build uh, the appropriate foundation. Because a lot of folks right now, especially like we're still in the New Year's kind of time frame where people are like, all right, I'm going to get healthy again. I know I need to exercise. And they have taken no time to understand their bodies or, or what that means. And so you go from a foundation that is not set and you wouldn't build a house on a, a you know cruddy foundation. So. Uh, we don't want to build our our exercise on that foundation either we want to we want to build a really strong sturdy foundation and then you know slowly uh, improve our and challenge our bodies so it can adapt over time the same way you would train for a marathon right or you don't you don't go out and run the you know the full 26.2 and uh, without any training you build that up over months and months. Um, our bodies need time to adapt to it and, and that's the same with any activity whether that's picking a kid up out of a crib or or, or, or playing basketball or soccer. and so uh, so helping athletes and runners understand those concepts is something that I, I feel pretty passionate about just because my, my goal is always to get people moving and say okay, how can we get you back to doing the things that you love to do? Yes. Uh, so, so that could that could be bucket too I know that's like kind of a big one right because it could be, yeah, a lot of sports. So I, yeah, I could have the cyclists or the runners or the soccer players. Uh, you know, that's, that's, that's my, my sport of choice when I can, can do it safely. Um, but, uh, but yeah, and then, and then the third bucket would really be, um, I talked about like the busy professionals. So folks who are, who just, uh, haven't had time to think about, think about their bodies and, and, you know, need some help with ergonomics or with, uh, understanding how to get creative with their, their exercise and their workouts. Um, uh, and so, you know, there's always going to be some areas we can all improve, whether that's mobility restrictions or, you know, issues with uh, with tightness or stiffness uh, or motor control um, and strength. And so helping people understand what they can be doing and what the research is saying uh, over time is, is important because our bodies are going to keep adapting and changing. Uh, and so uh so that's where that, that dental model comes in, right? That you get, if you got a, a twice a yearly checkup with a, with a really great uh, physio, um, then, you know, people would, we'd avoid a ton of injuries and the healthcare system in general would be better off because there'd be fewer people running into the emergency room with back pain or, uh, or, or being sidelined. Uh, and so uh, I would say it's uh, hopefully a direction that, that uh, healthcare will trend, but uh, yeah, it's got to start somewhere.
0: That's right we are, we are at the starting line. I think, of, there you go. I think, I think it'll be a long race, but I, yeah, I, I, I couldn't agree more. Um, awesome. So to follow up with that, right. What's your favorite case to treat? Somebody calls you and they're like, Jason, I have this. And you're like, yes. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I, uh, I love it. I feel like um, I, I, it, it's the fun part of the fun of being a physical therapist is also the, the variability. So right, like never having the, the same, the same case. So uh, while I, you know, I love working, I see a lot of low back pain and chronic pain. Yeah. Uh, it's fun to mix, mix that around and see, you know, see the runners uh, and, and the folks who I'm like, okay, I know you're getting back to running and you have like, we can improve certain areas and, and you know, maybe it's uh, fixing those mechanics. So some of that is, is really fun for me um right now just being being a dad though like I I connect really well with parents so we're on the same we're on the same journey and so I just have my different expertise and area of focus uh and it's just generally fun to like troubleshoot a lot of these parent challenges that that I'm going through at the same time uh with with you know other folks so uh whether that's dads or, or moms or you know uh, grandparents even so it's uh, I, I would say a lot of a lot of folks don't realize the the physical strain of parenthood until it's yeah a little bit a little bit too late. Yep. <laughs> uh, unfortunately. and so helping yeah you know, helping folks come through and say,, oh, you know, what? I'm feeling a little sore, a little stiff, and then like uh, taking a look at how they're moving and saying, okay, like for for moms, especially, right? like there's been major trauma, you have childbirth, like there's gonna be some things that are you're yeah are, are gonna be challenging for a while, but how, understanding how to program after, trauma is what we do as physical therapists so getting getting moms on on board with that and then also getting dads who like haven't had to think about it they haven't had you know they're a, a growing uh, uterus for a really long time I, you know they <laughs> they haven't experienced those changes slowly happening over nine months uh they've, they've witnessed it but they haven't felt it on their bodies and then you know the kid is born and now it's uh you know the dad's got to take on that that weight right they're they're the one carrying the kid in the you know in, in the carrier sometimes or, or pulling them out of the you know out of the crib a lot more frequently, and so it, some of that that weight shifts, and you know, without being prepared for it, it's it's tough.
0: Yeah, um, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Um, tell me about a time that um, I, we we know you're a great provider, right? But as great providers, part of that is is knowing, like, you know, what I might not be the best person to treat this. Has there been a time or a case where you you had to refer out?
1: yeah yeah uh you know prior when i I was working uh in a hospital in massachusetts uh i had i had one patient come in uh in in really acute pain and it's yeah it it can be tough um you know when folks come in and they're they're in really acute pain and everything sets them off so like literally you can't you can't even get them moving on the table without them like screaming out in pain um and so when you can't do a, a basic assessment uh, or, or those types of things are, are too much, then yeah, you know, then, then PT might be the next the next step after kind of that acute pain has has subsided a little bit. And so um, so sometimes patience is is important uh, with some of these these types of issues and, and understanding. Okay, like there, there are certain things that we can be doing um, and that I can can help guide. But sometimes like this one, you know, one patient. I was luckily working in a hospital at the time, and it was kind of like okay. You're going down the hall yep. <laughs> um, because because literally you're in so much pain just getting on the table like this isn't this isn't the right time. You know, let's uh, have you come back in, in a week or two. Um, so so that, yeah you know, that can that can happen uh, in in my current role. That happens less uh, just because uh, you know, it's uh, more folks are coming to me with with chronic with chronic pain. Uh, mm-hmm. but. Um, you know, I, I get the calls uh, from, from folks who are in a pain, and, and usually I can give advice over the phone and help people understand, all right, what, what can you be thinking about and doing for the next, you know, week or two? And then as things calm down, like, this is what we need to you know watch out for. And then also like, okay, these are the red flags you got to look out for. Okay, this is the stuff that, uh, you know, I'm not going to necessarily be able to help in like a split second. But if you're thinking about this stuff and you understand, okay, this is dangerous. Now, let me like, you know, call call the ambulance or or get on the phone. That's uh that's important that you're you're talking to somebody who 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 gets that, who understands some red flags when you're having acute pain. Um but but some sometimes that's not the uh you know the, the first the first line of uh, defense for for PT.
0: Yeah um love it. Um so just a couple more questions for you. Um, awesome. would you be able to 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 tell me like who who's like been a big influence on you as a provider or like if someone wanted if you had a potential patient who was like well what is this guy about or like where does he get his information from could you kind of point us in that direction
1: yeah yeah um so i i was lucky to have a lot of really awesome mentors uh throughout a lot of my like rotations back in school and then uh also through um you know through some different uh you know, different work opportunities that that i've been able to have so so some of the, those mentors have been awesome uh i had um a great great CI who was a orthopedic clinical specialist uh, and shared a ton of, a ton of awesome information. Um, And, and so kind of building off of that. So just kind of having a a standard foundation in that area, as well as some uh, some amazing neurological clinical specialists that I worked under uh, and vestibular specialists. So I, I was able to kind of soak in a lot of information from those folks and, and also understand, okay, like these are the, these are some areas that like, maybe we're going to refer out to and if, if we, I see things like there are certain things that I will be able to spot uh, that other people might not might not see Say okay like we got to get this looked at in a different way um but uh but yeah I, I, I pulled pull from a lot of those folks uh, at the same time uh there's a lot of really great preventative uh health uh, resources out there right now. One guy I really love. Uh, I don't know. if You follow Adam Meekins, right? Oh sure, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, so there's, uh, there's a guy right now who who is just on point with a lot of his his work, uh, just kind of busting myths and helping people understand, that, you know, the resilience and strength of the human body, um, and uh, and kind of using using a lot of the latest research to kind of back up what he's what he's talking about. So. Uh, so, so sometimes we have to, we have to make sure that we're looking at like when, when you, people are talking about being evidence-based and everyone's going to use that term right now, no matter where you are, uh, it's, it's good to say, okay, like, where is that coming from? And what is this evidence? Cause statistics can do anything for you. You can, you could, anything you want to sell, uh, you can say, okay, like I'm, I'm using evidence to back this up. And that doesn't really mean anything when the evidence you're using is, is gar- garbage. So, um, so you know, making sure that it's built on a foundation of you know uh, of strength and of uh, you know constant curiosity, uh, and so so a lot of that is more inspiration, where you know sometimes challenging assertions of things that we've been taught or that we've believed for a long time, and saying, huh, why you know why. Are they saying that? And let's like look at some of the research and actually dive in and see, you know, what are, what are some of the values uh, and like the numbers behind it, and you know, what is some of the stuff trying to say? And then using our kind of clinical judgment and expertise to say, okay, like from a common sense perspective, even most of the time, uh, a lot of it, you know, doesn't make sense or or will make sense. Uh, and it's uh, it's been kind of eye opening to to get pushed in a few different ways and to say, all right, let me. Let me like rethink how I treat and what what I do, and that's uh, been one of the cool things about being a provider in today's day and age. Is that you know there's so much information out there, and luckily you know as SPTs we have a a foundation to, to look at things differently and say okay like this makes sense or this is nonsense and like don't worry about it and and help steer our patients in that same way because there's always new research coming out and new focuses and different things that we can be thinking about, and it's really hard for the layperson to understand that and soak it in especially with people trying to sell all sorts of funny equipment and different like devices uh, and and really like the big thing is uh, is is helping to understand what you can be do doing that's realistic uh, uh and you know avoiding some of those traps that are out there um and helping kind of clear up some of the myths uh that that people are like relying on for their their health care uh, and you'll see that you'll see that a lot of you if, if you watch some of the uh you know the the Facebook groups uh, posting where people post about back pain or they post about neck pain. It's like, what do I do? And you get a million different answers from folks who, you know, had the, their sample size of one. Uh, where it's <laughs> like, this worked for me. You have to do this, uh, and like, this is the person to see. It's like, we're we're much more complex creatures than a lot of people give give it credit for. So. So being thoughtful about uh, you, know, you know where you're getting your information uh, and making sure that you're you're spending time to, to research appropriately is a very important skill.
0: I love it. Um, cool. Okay. One of the <laughs> things that I didn't prep for, but you're ready for it. Um, oh, I love it. Because I know, because I know you do, right? How do you how do you practice what you preach?
1: Yeah, yeah. So uh, this is uh, you're lining me up for the powerful parent club. So so. <laughs> My uh, four-year-old and I, when, when pandemic hit, and uh, she could no longer go to attend her normal preschool, uh, we started doing a ten or fifteen-minute live stream exercise, like video workout. that uh, We shared with our community just because you know we were doing it and held us accountable, and it was fun. Um, and one of my big things is uh, you know you'll hear it all the time, especially from parents or really you know anyone who's busy that they didn't, couldn't find time to exercise. Uh, and I like to just explode that that myth. Uh, and, and say, so, you know what, uh, like as parents, you, know, you put that oxygen mask on first, right? So you can take care of yourself at the same time that your kids are getting benefit. And so we started to create these workout videos that were creatively bent. So they're super fun for kids to engage with as, you know, as they please, but really it was more about, all right, how do we, as parents get active, uh, mm-hmm. and build in some exercise and, and it could be as little as like you go and you do five, you know, 10 squats, uh, in the middle of the workday. Like it could be as small as that. And I saw like you had posted something about the like micro exercise too, but it's the small. idea is how, yeah. To, yeah, <laughs> exactly. How do, you, how do you like create something that's fun and engaging and that's gonna focus in on what you need as a, as a parent. And so we were, uh, you know, a lot of it's based on what I, what I wanna do uh, because, and what I know is beneficial for parents. So it's based on a lot of the information from my newest parent guide that, okay, we know we need to squat really well to lift up kids, we know we need to be able to deadlift, we know we need to have good balance. Uh, So, so using some of that knowledge and saying, okay, like, I can get creative with some of my movements and find more ways to get movement in the day. And then maybe my kids will jump in and join in for a little bit. Maybe they won't, because kids are, uh, uh, you know, inconsistent with this engagement. But when they do, it's really fun. And when they don't, right, they're seeing that it's important for their parents to live an active lifestyle. And that, you know, like, mom and dad are going to find that time at some point to get moving. And it's also an awesome bonding experience at the same time. So like if your kid is crawling underneath you while you're planking like a bridge and hopping over, you know, like th- those things are are adorable and really fun uh, and just like everybody wins. So so if you're hanging out with your kids, you can do that. If you're at your desk, like there are things you can be doing. So right now, you know, I've got my my amazing- standing desk and uh you know i've got all my like different toys so if i want to work on grip strength i've got my uh my grip strength right next to me i've got you know i've got bands i've got foam rollers and half foam rollers and different things that i can be doing at the same time that i'm you know not necessarily building in a like exercise workout or like yeah it's a these small bursts that throughout the day you can you can always fit in
0: yeah love it um yeah that was that was a toss-up for you easy um all right. So, so really two more questions. There you go. <laughs> um, if one of your, your patients needs you after hours, like what, what, what's your availability like to, towards your patients?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, so I, I bring on, a, I would say a limited number of patients just to make sure that I have uh, the ability to, to see everyone. So the, the goal is uh, you know, everyone who comes through the door or my, my virtual door at this point, uh, will have a little better access to me. And then, you know, over time, right. I, I have this long-term view. Uh, you know, so usually it'll, it'll start out with a few more sessions early on and then over time it extends. Um, but, but I open up, you know, I'm, I'm available via text and email and, and phone for, you know, for different, uh, different folks who, who need some help or advice. Um, and so, Usually, like I, the nice part about physical therapy is it's very rarely emergent. So, so usually, uh, yeah, there's there's a quick question that it, it doesn't necessarily have to be answered on, on the spot. But if I'm if I'm by my phone, then I'm, I'm always happy to chat. Uh, you know, in, in between in between family time. So so we set we set appropriate boundaries, but uh, but for emergency emergency questions or things that are that come up, uh, I'm always happy to to chat with my patients. Uh, you know, before and after. Uh, and then, you know, uh, you know, I'll get questions and emails all the time. Um, so I, so I, you know, answer them uh, as soon, as soon as I can. And, uh, and, you know, when, when stuff comes through, but uh, for, for the folks who are like really in, in a, in a pinch or a binder, they're like, something happens, they're like, oh, this doesn't feel right. Um, I, I always make sure I'm making time for them. So to answer those questions in between sessions, because uh, that's really like, Uh, You know, especially in in this type of practice, I'm really focused on building those home programs and building, um, helping people understand how to empower themselves. Uh, And that, you know, that sometimes can require some help because we add in some new exercises or some new things and maybe they don't feel right. And I want to make sure that we're, you know, someone's not sitting on that for a week, that they know, okay this is how I modify that or this is how I can do it differently. Or maybe it's like, let's pull that out of your program and say, let's let's reassess in the next session and see what will work better. So. Um, yeah, yeah, that's uh, in in short, that's a uh, I would say
0: available. It sounds. Like.
1: I, I'm I'm am am available. I'm available. Uh, but uh, but like, oh, luckily, luckily, it's uh, I haven't seen any any emergent stuff.
0: Yeah, good. Um, all right, Jay. Well, before I just ask the last question, I just want to say thank you for coming on and, and doing what you do and serving the community how you do in such a high level, with a high level of care, um, and targeting that that group of parents who. You're right. I like the oxygen mask analogy.
1: Yeah.
0: Often they forget it, um, but it's really, really important. So thank you for what you do.
1: Yeah. Thank you. And you too. It's really, I'm sure. Like I'm sure the folks know you probably have a bio at the beginning of all this stuff. But uh, but Kelly's an amazing physio, also. So <laughs> so the folks who need, especially especially the high school athletes, uh, like the the results uh, of state championships show uh, oh, so- uh, show it. Yeah. <laughs> so exactly. You're too. You're too modest. Uh, So the folks who are listening in, like you, got to talk talk to a really good physio. So you got to. It's it's always good to have some uh, physio in your life. That's uh, as 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 either of us will know from any time you ever go into social engagement, everyone's got pain and problems, and is always asking about it. And most people don't want you know don't want to pay. (laughs) So
0: so 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 free.
1: Yeah, while free advice is nice, it's nice to have, uh, have somebody in your corner who's being appropriately taken care of.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Awesome. So uh, Dr. Jason, thank you. Um, what's the best way if someone says, you know what, I really like this guy. I, I, I'm, I'm ready to change, uh, yeah. but I think we're, we're a good fit. What's the best way for them to reach out to you? Uh,
1: so so folks can, can find me, and uh, I'm sure when you post this, you'll, you'll throw some of these links in the, in the comment section, but uh, you can reach me at jason at focused-physio.com or or just go onto my website, uh, which is www.focused, F-O-C-U-S-E-D-Physio, uh, and, and then, you know, through there, you can also, you know, you can find us on the, the Powerful Parent Club on Facebook and Instagram, uh, and also on, um, you yeah, know, yeah, the Newish Parent Guide, avoiding unnecessary pain is on on udemy or you can find that through my website as well so if folks are interested in that and and, and if there are people who are watching here uh, i'm happy to provide some discounts uh, as, as as a friend of kelly's uh, so so just shoot me an email say hey you're interested in this and i found you through kelly uh and and you'll get you'll get some steep discounts
0: you're the best it's a, it's a <laughs> awesome awesome Again.
1: Thanks so much for having me on. It's super fun. Uh, and I love seeing what you're doing because you're, you're servicing your community so well too. It's, it's awesome to see kind of uh, how how both of our practices have, have adapted over time. So thanks for bringing me on. Uh, if anyone has questions, definitely re- reach out and, and let me know. I'm happy to help.
0: Awesome.